Hello and welcome to the 10th anniversary special for Hey Shanae. I am so excited to be talking to you. It's truly a blessing to be around this long. You know, most people are not around this long, so I'm happy to share kind of my journey and kind of what's helped me, <laughs> stuff I wouldn't do. And I want to split this up into sections. So over the next couple days, I'll share a couple of insights, little mini insights about my journey and answer some questions that I got. It's got a bunch of questions and I want to take the time to answer those now. Okay, so let's begin. So the question that I got probably the most was some variation of if you had to start a business in 2020, a service-based business specifically, what would you do? And I love this question and I know exactly what I would do. <laughs> and so this advice is basically off of my 10 year experience doing this. And I'm going to stop saying that because that's obnoxious. But based off of what I've seen from my business and also what I've seen from other people's business, this is what I think is the best advice. OK, so what you should do is you should find a high paying, self-identifying niche and serve them first and serve them until you are ready to move on and not before that and you know and serve them until it works you know what I mean so a lot of times what happens is people kind of target market hop which is fine but once you find a target market that you like like that you can relate to you have a lot of people who fall under that category do that category so let's break down what this means high paying self-identifying niche so what I mean by high paying is mean that this niche is used to paying the prices that you would desire for your lifestyle so if you look at your life what you want what you need what's important to you are, is this target market prepared to give you what you want you know, for me, pricing is a lifestyle decision. I actually have a workshop on this uh, at the dunclub.com about pricing. But you want to really look at how much money you need to feel good about yourself and about your life. Not, and I have a whole, I'm going to have a whole other audio about that. And so if you look at the money that you would need and the people that you could serve, what is the audience that is going to be able to pay that number? I'll use myself as an example. You've probably noticed if you've been around that I don't really do much workshops. I don't really do a lot of things that I used to do anymore. And that's because I realized that in order to get the money that I specifically wanted to make from my service bases, right? So for my products, that's a whole other story. I'm a lot more open. But to get my time specifically as a business sort of provider, I required a higher price point. So for me, that means going to the startup world, kind of small to mid-level corporates that have the budget to afford my services right so that is an audience that is used to paying the amount of money that i need in order to feel good about what i'm doing you know if the market so you know another and this is gonna sound harsh because you might fall into this category when you're listening to this but this is just sort of what it is you know uh somebody who is struggling with their business who's going to struggle to pay me or who is got a lot of stuff around money isn't necessarily the target market that i desire for my one-on-one -on -one services so i don't serve that market so and so now i pretty much exclusively when it comes to one-on-one -on -one work and stuff like that i work with companies if i work with them at all so that's a high paying audience and you know for you this might look different this might be somebody in a specific price bracket in a specific community whatever you just want to make sure that you find a high paying sort of audience to do and this is what i would do right everybody has their own approach and you should be every freaking industry there is has the potential for a high paying customer i always think about those t-shirts that i think i wrote a blog post about years ago that are like 400 bucks like 
their t-shirts, but they've identified a high paying niche that's ready for them. And if you feel bad about this, you can always provide extra services like I do products and services at the lower level, but at your service level, it should be like that. Self-identifying. Self-identifying is a group that is not uh, sort of confused or uncertain or not sure about whether or not what you're doing is a good fit for them. They know it. They feel it. They think about it all the time. You don't have to convince them. It's just about them trying to figure out who's going to be the best person to solve their problem. So, you know, for example, if you are an accountant, you want to work with people who realize that taxes are something that is going to be a priority for their business. You don't want to try to convince people that their taxes are something that they need to think about, right? You want to go to, and this is, like I said, this is for when you start. As you evolve, you can expand out, but serving a high paying self-identifying niche in the beginning is going to get you momentum, it's going to get you money, and it'll make it so that you have enough mental capacity and room to open up to more audiences. Okay, so niche, and basically it's the same thing. It's just like a, a specific community. The more specific, the better. I know people really kind of boohoo niche marketing, um, but it's really the most effective way to make money. It really is like, a, you know, if you can figure out who you want to serve and become the best at serving that group. So an example of this, and I, I might do a, a whole blog post on this or a whole podcast on this. Should I go back to doing podcasts? Let me know. Um, is, you know, I was watching, I'm obsessed with these plastic surgery videos where they kind of break down celebrities' plastic surgery and talk about, okay, here's what they had, here's what they did. And so one of the things that Lori, Queen Lori, love Lori, go see, check out her YouTube channel, is talks about is that you want to go to people who are specialists. So there's this really dangerous surgery that has something to do with like your jaw. And she says that you don't, you don't want somebody who does that surgery twice a year. You want to go to somebody who does it every week or every month and stuff like that. That's exactly how business should work too, is if you can, and this is if you want to be really successful really early. And you know, this type of advice People get a lot of resistance to it, and that's because they haven't tried it. <laughs> I mean, they haven't tried it. Like, once you try it, it works. And you might not like that market. I've done versions of this before, and I always move on to another market. But like I said, if I was doing it now, I and I have a different mindset about it, I wouldn't think twice about it. <laughs> I would definitely just pick one. So yeah, so that's kind of what you want to do is you want to pick. So yeah, move back to surgeons yeah so you pick a surgeon who's a specialist at what you're doing and so that's the approach most people take and that person who is a specialist gets to charge top dollar for what they do and so if you think of it that way it makes sense it just makes really sense to niche and again i know people don't like niching but that's what i would do so that's kind of my answer really of what i would do now is i would pick a high paying self-identified niche and serve them first and what i mean by serve them first is really become a name in that part of the world really make it your mark you you'd be surprised how many people are specialists you know um like you know a great if we're talking about service providers or somebody like me right like if i was doing this again i would say yes i am the startup content marketer for businesses so so okay so what would my positioning be i would say that for I am the go-to content marketer for startups after their first round of funding, right? They have enough money to afford me. They're early enough to where I can make a difference and stuff like that. And I am, and so like when people refer to me, they're like, oh, Sinead is the content marketer, the brand strategist. If you have your first round of funding, you're trying to find your first group, 
and that's it. And that would be my business. And so, and then if you go into the content marketing part of this, then everything I'd write, everything I'd say would be for that audience. And again, I become more and more and more expert in that field. So that's what I would do. And this is this kind of issue of like niching and figuring out your hook and stuff like that. It's really a branding question, which is why if you've been around for the last 10 years, you know that branding is like my thing. <laughs> it's the thing I've talked about the most. I've done lots of stuff, but kind of figuring out what this niche is, who you are, um, who you're talking to and stuff like that is the work that businesses should do early and often because you're not going to land on it right away. And speaking of that, I actually just released my branding class on the dunclub.com. It's called Get Clear, Make Money. So if this is something you struggle with, you can go check it out. It's on sale right now in honor of the 10th anniversary sale. And you can also get yourself something else nice. But yeah, that is my answer. I will be back soon with another question. I'll talk to you later. Bye.